My name's Josh. And my name's Brett. Welcome to Hapticast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hapticast, episode number 23. My name is Josh Toll, and I'm joined by my good friend, Brett Roberts, as always. Hello, Hello. Brett. How's everybody doing? Now, Josh, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Doing fine. That's good. Um, before we get started, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, episode 23. Uh, we've been going at it strong for a couple weeks. Um, as always, we're going to split up the, the podcast, obviously, into discussion videos like we normally do. For, for those of you that are tuning into the main pod, um, what you can do is you can go down the description below, and we'll have links to each kind of topic, as well as there's discussion videos that will go out. Um, so this week, we're going to be talking about... Um, xbox's uh, acquisition strategies to get people on board with uh game pass and the ad- added benefits that they have going there uh, that'll be our main topic and then we're gonna be talking about ea and how abysmal they are with sports games and why those will never change talk a lot about the apex battle pass and the issues that we have with it um how this could be kind of your last chance to get a ps5 as we approach launch uh, which it'll already be out by the time this goes out so make sure you check out that discussion video um, we're going to go over a little bit about how you can kind of get them last minute if you want um, we're going to talk about avengers and how just a mess that is and square enix lost a lot of money um, and then we're going to round out with a really awesome indie game this week um, called chrono sword which we will get to as well so that's right and also, just a note, not just down below in the description, but it also adds it in the timeline. So as you're watching the video, you could literally highlight over the timeline of the video and see oh. each topic broken up. You're right. So feel free to click through, go to what interests you the most. Um, and if you like what you see, come back, watch the full podcast, check out our other videos. Um, we got stuff going up pretty much every day. Um, and we have a lot of exciting things in the works for you all. So That's right. Um. With that being said, do we want to talk about that at all, or are we going to keep that under uh, NDA right now? Uh, no, I mean, listen, we're, we're doing something for the Game Awards this year, so uh, mm-hmm. if you guys had any plans on uh, you know, watching the Game Awards live, why don't you watch it with us? Uh, we'll have more information coming soon, uh, different you know times and, and when you could join us for the stream, but we're going to have some cool stuff planned and uh, a couple videos that are going to come out co- to coincide with uh, the Game Awards. So anything to That's add right. there? No, I'm just I'm excited for the Game Awards. I'm excited for the plans that we have. Um, like we mentioned last week, you know, a lot of our some of our best content, I would say, at least some of the, the best times you and I have had together, um, along with other people that have been with us is doing live streams of game events, you know, because yep. um, you see our live like visceral, visceral, visceral reactions. Um, and it is it's just a lot of fun. So yeah. I'm gonna be looking forward to doing something live again. Exactly. And to top that off, too, it's like just like we say with the with the podcast, right? Um, the purpose of this is it's just friends having a discussion, friends mm-hmm. talking about the things that they like to, you know, watch, play, etc. So that's exactly right. what you're going to get out of our live stream is you're going to be watching with friends. And we're just all going to have a good time and it's going to be pretty cool. So, yeah, absolutely. So this week has been a little bit different for us in the sense that, you know, how to put it my isp my internet service provider uh has just basically made any online gaming virtually impossible that's right um and it's been really annoying so i don't actually know what you've been playing this week at all because mm-hmm. i haven't been playing with you so have you been playing anything this week or consuming any kind of media 
yeah this week? yeah i not too much but i um playing some no more heroes on my switch oh got, right because they up. shadow dropped both of them right yeah i think i mentioned last week i don't i don't remember if i did or not but yeah they shadow dropped no more heroes one and two on the switch so i picked up no more heroes i'm playing through that um it's interesting it's a lot less polished than i thought it would be um because it's like a Wii game and it came out like kind of early on in the Wii's uh, life cycle. Mm-hmm. But it, I was telling you, I was texting you as I was playing it. It's literally like made for us. Like, yeah, Travis touchdown is such an over the top, ridiculous fucking character. But mm-hmm. but he's into the same shit we are. And it's just like us, but exaggerated by yeah. 100, you know, mm-hmm. Uh and it, it follows like a, a formula. So like you go to a new area, you fight a bunch of cronies and then you get to the boss, you kill him. And then you do some side missions in order to access the next big mission. And essentially the whole point of the game is Travis is trying to be the world's number one assassin. So you, you start off as number 11 and you kill mm-hmm. number 10, you kill number nine, you kill number eight and you keep going. So you get to number one. Gotcha. Uh, so I've been playing that. I did play a little bit more of uh, Crown Tundra. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to do some of the legendary uh, adventures or Dynamax adventures, whatever they're called. And I just keep getting the same motherfuckers now. I keep getting Kyogre and uh, Suicune. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's going on, but um, I just keep getting the same legendaries. And honestly, it's really tough. It is so tough uh, when you're playing with randoms or AI. It's like mm-hmm. you're just fucked. So yeah. waiting for you whenever you're ready. Yeah, I have still only done the introductory one because... Again, any kind of online gaming right now is impossible for me. Yeah. Um, unfortunately. A week before but, the new consoles come out. Dude, I know. I'm sweating about it. I would really be. I'm sweating about it. Uh, because be. let's just say if I can't play Demon Souls on launch day, co-op, we're going to have a problem. Okay. I agree. Um, but yeah, I got, I was going to say, we'll talk about that more. Uh, I'm assuming in, in a later topic, uh, we're talking Mm -hmm. about when you can get a PlayStation. So, um, yeah, yeah, I, I would be very disappointed and I might even be in the same boat as you where I can't play, but not because of lack of heart or lack of internet, but lack of hardware. Mm -hmm. So we'll talk about that later. Oh yeah. Um, me, so in, because I couldn't play any online games and I wanted to play the Apex uh, update, which we'll get to. Yep. Um, but I also play a little bit more Crown Tundra. I actually am at the end of like the main mission part of it or whatever. Um, I don't know how far you are into it, so I'm not going to spoil anything for you or anybody that's watching. Um, but I'm at the end of like the actual main s- story or whatever, the legendary quest, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've also picked up again uh, Persona 5 Royal this week um, because I'm trying to. So I'm in a little bit of a dilemma with that because not that I'm going to get rid of my PS4 Pro, but remember it's on disc and there's a couple of games that I have on disc that I'm playing and I can't transfer my disc to the digital edition. Wow. I didn't even consider that. Yeah. Which is uh, unique to me since I'm getting the PS5 digital edition, which I want. Right. And there's not a ton of disc games that I'm still playing on my PS4 that I'm going to want to play on PS5. Persona 5 Royal is that is one of them. Um, so I'm really trying to put as much time into it right now and trying to finish it. But 
I'm like 75 hours in, so I'm probably like literally halfway through the game. Jesus so, Christ. And it's already your second time playing the game or third time playing the game. So It's my third time playing the game, but first time playing through Royal, third time playing through Persona 5. And the, the content I really want to get to is like the last 20 hours of the game, which is the new dungeons and stuff like yeah. that. But I have to go through and you have the new confidant with you through most of that. So I'm talking to her a lot. And there's some other slight changes. Um but the real meat and potatoes is towards the end, but I had to get there to play it. Um, and I will not look it up online because I have the game and I want to play it. And it's awesome. It's just dense. Yeah. And when you've played through the game so many times, it's like, okay, I know what's going, like, let's, let's go, let's move. I know what's happening. I know what I need to do, but it's like, it's just a slow moving game because that's what it is. And I obviously love persona, but when you've played through it, my fucking hair just flipped down. When you've played through it several times, it, um becomes taxing after a while yeah you know absolutely um and then besides that uh i'm watching the halloween franchise um for some reason man i watched four and i did not hate it as much as i expected to um and then i started halloween five and i was like i'm just gonna watch this i'm gonna try to plow through dude i got 20 minutes in and i was like not now which one has the little girl four as the four, five, six are have that arc. Okay, because one of them was on TV on Halloween Day, and it mm-hmm. was like literally like some girl was like in the head of Michael Myers, or like Michael Myers was yeah. in her head or something. Yeah, it was so dumb. Yeah, so the end of four, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, the end of four is so interesting, and I don't have an opinion on it yet because it's like literally the ending, and I know it's like one part of a three arc kind of set of movies. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how it goes. Um, but I started watching five and I just, man, dude, there's a steep drop off in quality. I'll just tell you that. Right yeah. Now. You're brave for even attempting it, knowing that it has that drop. I just wanted, I needed to get through them all at least once, just once. That's all I need is to get through them once. Gotcha. Um, and then besides that, I'm reading, um, Dune, the original Dune novel. Nice. I was going to pick that up the other day. But then the movie got delayed and I was like, oh, I don't have to uh, rush this. Yeah, it's um, it's good. It is uh, kind of difficult to read because um, it's I would almost compare it to like Doro Hidoro or something like that, that we've talked about where it's like not not that it's similar at all, but where <laughs> it's like, here's the world you're living in, mm-hmm. you know, get used to it or just fuck off and they don't you spoon know? feed you the setting or the story like, yeah yeah so there's a lot of vocabulary and language and titles and like names that are in there and i'm like i know i'll eventually learn everything and how it's all connected but like i've read the first couple chapters and it's like every other word i'm like what the fuck is that it's what like is a, that it's like what is that cable from from rick and morty just hey grumbo yeah. let's get the shleem and go over to the flimbo and <laughs> dude literally literally and i'm like i don't get it and there's like you know it dune it's similar not similar to game of thrones but kind of in a sense where there's like warring houses and factions and things like that and so it's like all like the first couple chapters are back and forth and all over the place i'm like i don't know who any of these people are or what any of it means um and i saw i'm on the subreddit a lot for it and um i saw that it people were saying it takes like to get halfway through the book before you really understand what's happening Jesus Christ. and the book is like 700 pages yeah, so it's, I'm like, it's thick. 
but yeah. And there's several books, right? Yeah, so there is there's the original book by the original author, who I'm now blanking on his name. Oh, Jordowski or whatever it is, or is that no, the direct? That's the movie. One of the movies that was going to be. Yeah, made. I f- I forget, but whoever it's F. I, Scott I'm Fitzgerald, bad. dude, come on. No, um, and then he wrote I think three supplemental books after that for different houses. Yeah, and then there's like an entire another series written by two other people that there's like six or seven books gotcha. uh, within that world. So is there a, a comic lot. or a graphic novel? That would be cool if there was. I'd read that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't know. But yeah. So anyway, that's it for me. Cool. All right, Brett. So our main topic for today. That's right. Talking about a little little company you might have heard of called Xbox. Heard of them. I've Microsoft. heard they, they uh, ain't got games. You've heard correctly, as of now, at least. Um, but with Xbox, so obviously we talked about last week, um, and as it's been a kind of like a common thing with us is that um, Xbox really doesn't have many launch games, if any, um, like big sellers. You know, we talked Not about exclusive. Halo. Right, exactly. Um, we talked about Halo last week um, and how them kind of losing Infinite kind of takes away any kind of real launch platform they had with first-party stuff. You know, Cyberpunk was pushed, so they don't even have like a big third-party title. So really the main selling point for the Series X, besides it being a powerful console and that there obviously will be games on it, um, is really Game Pass and the services that it has. Um, so as of this recording of this video, um, we've come across some nice little perks that Xbox has added to Game Pass. Oh, yeah. Um, and let me run these down for you, and then I want to hear what your take on it is. Okay. So... For Xbox Game Pass, they've kind of silently added um, some unique perks to getting it, um, right? So that would include three months of free Discord Nitro, okay. which I have no idea what that is to you. Yeah, I do. I'll talk about it after. Okay. Um, six months of Spotify Premium for free. Okay. Two months of Funimation Ultimate for free, or Funimation whatever for free um and now brett it looks like they're gonna add a disney plus subscription perk as well that's pretty big and they haven't confirmed that yet right it was just all speculation um as of recording this they have not um but xbox game pass is twitter account tweeted out um on november 8th so that is the day that we're recording this they said all we're gonna say is that we're not posting the mandalorian and the child for no reason and That's they posted a picture, a, 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 picture of, a screenshot from the new episode that just dropped. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So this all sounds great. Um, I mean, it's only it's only like adding like, you know, here's two months of this. Here's two months of that. It's not actually like you're getting, um, you know, free with Xbox Game Pass Funimation. It's it's essentially just here. Here's a trial of this other service. Um, right. You know, so let's run down each one and we'll talk about uh what that means specifically. So you said the first one was what discord, um, three months of discord nitro. Yeah. So, so discord nitro is like the premium, uh, discord subscription, I guess. Uh, I don't know exactly what it does for you as a user in terms of like new features, but I know it gives you access to exclusive, like emojis and emotes that you can use, uh, in chats. Like there's been times where I'm in a, uh, chat with somebody, 
and it will be like you can't use these emotes unless you're part of discord nitro or whatever. right so so i actually i have um I have their website pulled up, so I'll just I'll I'll just list the features real quick. First okay. of all, it's like a hundred dollars per year, so, yeah. um, and usually nine ninety nine per month. So Discord Nitro enhances your all in one Discord voice, video, and text chat. Check out the perks: better emojis, so collect and make your own custom and animated emojis. That's what it was. Personal profile: use an animated avatar and claim a and claim a custom tag. So like you have like a number associated with your account, you can create a custom one. Um, get two server boosts and thirty percent off extra boosts. Um, I think those are for probably professional type servers and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, rep your support profile badge shows how long you've supported Discord. Bigger uploads so you can your one hundred megabyte upload size for high quality file sharing. Um, an HD video so that it supposes, supports high-res video screen share and go live streaming. So You're right, because I've tried to share my screen with you before, and it won't let me do anything past, like, 720p or something unless I'm a member. Right. Um, so probably, probably great for businesses or, like, creators or things like that that use Discord communities. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, maybe game developers, um, right. you know, their team's running on Discord or something. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, what is it, three months, you said? Uh, three months of free Discord Nitro. Yep, it does not specify because if it's like the full, full Nitro or there's like a little, like a Nitro light thing that I now forget because I closed the tab. Um, but it's nice. like a premium versus like a, you know, just a normal standard. Yeah, I'm going to say this probably for all of them, but I almost wish that these were like discounts on the services rather than trials of the services. Mm -hmm. Um just because that would entice me personally more if it was like, you know, save 20% or 30% just because you're an Xbox Game Pass member. Right. I, right, I would right. prefer that. Um, yeah. But yeah, right, so, so, so Discord, not for me personally, nothing not, that I would use, you know. Not necessarily a feature that we would use a lot. Yeah. What's the next the one? The next, next one was uh, six months of Spotify Premium. So that's a good deal. Mm -hmm. Half a year of Spotify Premium. Uh, Spotify is cheap. Uh, I pay right now $13. I think I have two accounts. I have the duo plan. So it's me and my mm -hmm. girlfriend um, for 13 bucks a month, which is not bad at all. No, Six months, that's a long time. It's half a year. Um, when I think of a good deal, I think of like Disney Plus being free for a year with uh, Verizon. You know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. a good deal. So like half a year, that's a pretty good deal too for Spotify. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, not much to say. Everyone knows what Spotify, Spotify Premium does. So yeah. Six months is nice, though. It's very nice. Um, and then two months of free Funimation. So that one's interesting. It is interesting. And that's more interesting for reasons than it's just being Funimation, and we like anime. Uh, as we talked about last week, Josh, uh, Funimation now owned by Sony. Right. And Sony being a huge competitor to Microsoft uh, in the gaming space. This right. is interesting. Um, however, it's not so questionable when you think about... You're basically saying, hey, Xbox customers, try our service out for a couple of months or whatever, and then give mm -hmm. Sony, Sony's like, give us your money. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Sony's still going to get the money in the end. Right. So, um, And it's important to, to I should have prefaced with this, but this is for Game Pass Ultimate subscribers yeah. um, only, so not regular Game Pass subscribers. But yeah. I think feel I feel like most of Game Pass's subscription-based are already going to be Ultimate because you get gold with that as well. So Yeah, I almost feel like they phased that I think they like phased it out. I think like Game Pass Ultimate is like the only thing you can do. At least that's what I, I think, thought. I think you might be right. I think you might be right. 
Yeah. I, I honestly don't know because I remember it was like upgrade for a dollar and people were like, right. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah. And then so the last one, obviously, now that it's been speculated um, and kind of leaked and teased by Game Pass himself um, is uh, Disney Plus, some kind of Disney Plus type thing. Uh, now, I don't know if that's going to be a similar <clears throat> trial based period like some of this other stuff or it's going to be full you know xbox game pass subscribers get disney plus exactly they didn't specify anything yet at the time of us recording this video right um if that is the case if it's like completely free for game Pass ultimate subscribers i mean that would be huge, it's you, huge. you already have with game pass you get gold you get access to the game pass library and you get um ea all access or whatever it is yeah right so adding another benefit will be great but i think the larger conversation to be had here is that clearly xbox understands that game pass is kind of the center of their ecosystem right it is the beginning middle and end of their selling point um and for to kind of get more people to opt into it or buy in especially at the start of this new console generation they have to add more benefits because you're not going to see them see as much first party gaming benefits um at least at launch that's right, right. yep so i think yeah. that's important to know and probably why they're adding all of these things no absolutely you're correct um i do want to say i mean it might be a little too late for the people that are already clicked off but we are getting xbox series x's at launch Correct. Um, primarily for Game Pass and all of its Correct. benefits backwards. and the, and backwards compatibility. The fact that the console just is a beast, you know? Right. So we are getting the console, uh, despite saying, you know, it doesn't have launch games. We could criticize mm -hmm. something we care about. So just wanted to. Yeah. Listen, we were we were there on the day that pre-orders went live and we both secured them. So that's right. But yeah, but, this is huge. Right. This is this is pretty big. Um they're smart for doing this. And I hope the Disney plus thing is more than like two months. I hope it is like a nice, a nice thing because when Verizon did the one year of Disney plus, like that was huge. Like that made news. Like people were like, my parents yeah. knew about that shit. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that'll be big sell and, uh, we'll keep following it and update you all as, uh, we get updated. That's right. So. Okay, Brett, our first topic for today has to deal with a company that is the opposite of Xbox in the fact that they are bad and not good. Oh. Yes. Who's that? This company being Electronic Arts. Mm, they suck. EA. Literally the worst company on the face of the planet. And they're Pretty no much. good. Now they're bad. Um, so why do I bring up EA? Mainly because of sports games. So last week we did a topic on um, NBA 2K and the abysmality going on there with in-game advertisements and things like that. And we both kind of um, shared our disdain with sports games because basically, you know, every year they get released, it's just a roster update, right? Yeah. Um, usually not even a reskin, it's just a roster update with not not much added benefits. Um, That's right. And it's really a waste of money. Yeah. So I bring up EA this week, Brett, because obviously... EA Sports is huge, right? EA has Madden and FIFA, which are the two largest sports games in the entire world. FIFA's um, fucking nuts. FIFA even more so yeah. uh, internationally. FIFA's fucking crazy. FIFA's huge. So EA released their, um, or at least their earnings reports um, for this past quarter. 
today. And we actually have a lot of information this week coming off of some of these financial reports from companies. Um, there's a lot, a lot of devil in the details, Brett. So okay. basically your main highlights and why I bring it up from this EA stuff is because they obviously see continued uh, success of their sports franchises, um, which we always think about EA or EA. That's what we're talking about. Uh, E3 back in the day where it's like, why are they always spending so much fucking time on these sports games on the stage? Who cares about them? Well, a, a lot of people play them, right? And buy them. A lot of, and buy them, and it makes them a shit ton of money. Yep. Okay. So, for example, Madden NFL 21 has 30% more players year over year. Okay. Reported last quarter. Okay. And FIFA 20 hit 35 million concurrent players. Okay. And EA Play subscriptions are currently at 6.5 million subs prior to the Game Pass integration and things like that's that. That's so, a lot. So like, I bring this up because... Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, that's a lot. Like, I did not realize that that platform had that many subscriptions. Right. I kind of um, wrote so, it off. Well, yeah, I mean, and as many people did. So obviously, I think some of this increased user base, right, probably has to do with COVID-19 stuff as it is across gaming. Um, but I also just wanted to use this as kind of a flavor text and like into why these games continue to be released in the way that they, they are. Um, and to be honest with you, there's not going to be, we, we complain from a consumer standpoint about these changes, right? With games every year, Madden is basically just reskinned or not even reskinned, just a roster update every year right you might see an incremental change in their graphics every three to five years fifa i mean the fifa this year was scrutinized for being literally the exact same game yep. right with just small roster changes and literally nothing on the back end so i bring it up because as we continue to see these games being super profitable they're not going to change their platform or how they release them then yeah you're right it's unfortunate um because EA kind of has a monopoly on these sports games, uh, specifically mm -hmm. like football games or uh, football or football, uh, soccer or football. Um, if you want to play those games and you want a good experience, like that's kind of the place you got to go. If people are buying them, which they're going to, and they are, as we know, um, why change anything? Why would they? Why should they? Right. You know? right. They don't have an incentive to. It's just there's no reason for them to... If if they got you once, they're gonna get you again. They're gonna get you again and again and again. And once they did it once, and they were like, "Holy shit, we just put out the same fucking game, but just updated the roster and people bought it." They were like, "All right, well, we're doing it every year." So, do you think though that if if they really delayed the development cycle of main title releases, right, and they were like, "Here is here's a new game." Right here's the new FIFA game, mm -hmm. but instead for you know two to three years they just do you can buy roster updates right for twenty bucks, thirty bucks, forty bucks, whatever it might be, right, and then every three to five years they release a new completely overhauled experience and then do roster updates for that. Do you think that would really hurt their revenue? Like, do you think that they would not potentially make more money in the long run by doing roster updates at a smaller, slightly smaller price rather than doing just full-fledged releases every year. So I've, I've thought about this a lot. That's actually like 
my in a perfect world, that's what I would like to happen in sports games is what you just said there. Now, would they make the same amount of money? I don't know. There's a lot of factors you have to consider. Number one, the amount it takes to make a game every year, right? right. They're obviously not doing too much to the game. So they can't spend too much on actually developing this, let's say uh, Madden 22 or whatever. They're not going to spend a lot of money making Madden 22. They're going to spend a lot of money on marketing Madden 22. Right. And that's the thing you have to, you have to put in there is sure. They're going to, all right, so let's, let's paint a picture here. Let's make a scenario, right? Next Madden game comes out one year later, instead of putting out the next, the next one sequentially, they just put out an update, like you said, a roster mm -hmm. update, a DLC update. You have to pay 20 to $30 for it. Yeah. The only thing they would really be spending money on is marketing because they would have to market the, the, the new DLC. But they right. they really wouldn't be doing anything crazy. They wouldn't be rehauling the graphics. They wouldn't be doing any of that. They would simply be doing a roster update. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, while they're saving money there. They're losing money because instead of you buying a 60 now $70 game, you're only going to be spending $30 on it. Right. But do you not think there's a good percentage of people who are like us, who might wait a, a couple, like, you know, we might not buy a sports game every year. It might be every couple of years. For example, for me, MLB the show, I don't buy it every year, but I do buy one every couple of years. You yeah. know what I mean? No, you're right. And that you would get those, the, the money from those people. Um, but the problem is we're not the majority. So, yeah, it, I don't it's know. hard because I don't know the flip side of that. And I don't have all the numbers in front of me. But I also think, too, that the distribution costs that they pay. Oh, yeah. Would that would significantly lead to a larger you would have you would have almost no overhead. Just marketing roster updates. It would just be marketing. Right. So you don't have to do distribution or shipping or anything like that. Um, or even production, right? Yeah. It would just be simply a roster update, and then you would just need to do advertising. Be like, "Hey, here's the Madden NFL 2023 update." You know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. Here's the thing, though. Like I said, they're still not getting. Why would they do that if they're already getting a huge chunk every year? You know what I mean? They want all of it at once. They don't want thirty dollars one year, thirty dollars another year. They want it all upfront. Sixty, seventy dollar game. And I feel that if they did start implementing what we're talking about with this DLC, the game would have even worse microtransactions than it already has in order to make up the cost mm. there. And, and, and I, it's sad that I had to say like they already are doing because in a game like Madden or FIFA, they shouldn't have microtransactions and you're paying 70 fucking dollars for it, $60 for it. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's the world we live in. You spend seventy dollars on a game, you're gonna have microtransactions in the game, and it's gonna be the same game you bought last year. So I wouldn't put it past them to just make even more microtransactions somehow. Uh, instead of the whole roster, you have to buy a team or something. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Instead of updating the whole roster, it's like it's fifteen dollars to update the Philadelphia Eagles. This is terrible. We're in a terrible situation. We're in a terrible situation. I don't know. Yeah, man, you're right. It's just there is clearly um, more consumer friendly strategies within their current platform. But what we're forgetting at the heart of it is that EA is a fucking abysmal company. Oh, yeah. And they would never do anything that's consumer friendly no. ever. Now, they make too much money and it's all about the money with them. Whereas a lot of Obviously. other devs, a lot of other studios, a lot of the publishers, they care about the people that play the games. Um, mm -hmm. an example of a studio I would have said before, CD Projekt Red, 
Um, yeah. Clearly they care about the product they're putting out and the players. It just seems a little there as they're getting bigger, they're starting to kind of fall into the same pit holes, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. Just say right. Just say right. Continuing with EA, actually, Brett, a studio that we have liked for a really long time and a game that we have played a lot of. A lot. Apex Legends. For those of you that don't know, released their update this past week. Season right, seven. Last week. Season seven. Uh, new battle pass, new character, new map this time, completely new map this time. Yep. Um, but they've been met with some scrutiny, Brett, as they you have. were aware of. So for those that have played Apex before, like Brett and I, you know the battle pass is typically been the same really ever since season two or three yep. um you know you get xp you have daily challenges that go into weekly challenges and you get xp for some things you get full battle pass levels for completing other challenges um things like that right um this time brett though they changed their objectives and rewards for the battle pass right yeah so they did away with weekly challenges um, and they've revamped daily challenges. So they now have unique weekly challenges that can still be completed at any time during the season. Um, but the XP challenges now award stars. Yeah. Right. And you need stars to upgrade to, to increase your battle pass levels. And I think it was what? 10 stars 10 per battle pass level. Yep. And it was 10,000 XP per star. So, yeah. It's what a hundred thousand experience. It was to go up rough. one yeah. battle pass level. They were met with scrutiny as soon as as soon as the update went live. Uh, I was on Reddit and people were just so upset because they were playing, you know, for an hour, two hours, three hours. They still were on battle pass level one. Josh, mm -hmm. the challenges that they wanted you to complete were revive a teammate 40 times why first of all that challenge is stupid why would you reward me for my teammates being bad right that does not do anything for anyone it's just they they claim it was for long-term people that are playing a lot like late into the season they still want to give them a challenge to complete and grind for mm -hmm. man i don't fucking want that i don't want that but so continuing on um what happened they rolled back some of the, the changes they made mm -hmm. by 50%. Uh, so they made it 50% easier to level up your battle pass. I'm still not playing. I'm still, no. I'm boycotting it. And it's not just because we mentioned at the top of the pod that your internet is out and you can't play game, online games right now. That's not why. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm straight up, I'm not playing. I'm not giving them my money. I'm not buying the battle pass. They're not getting my money. Mm -hmm. They're not getting my time. Right. I'm this is coming from people who have spent money on the premium battle pass every season since launch. That's right. And we buy battle pa uh, battle loot boxes or whatever they're called every like at least every season we buy a few, you know. Mm -hmm. Um mm -hmm. I just this isn't respawn, okay? We know respawn. Respawn right. is like the the only good child out of EA. Okay? They're the only mm -hmm. ones that have done Star Wars justice. Mm -hmm. You were the chosen one! 
It was said that you would destroy this and not join them. They're the only ones that make a killer FPS. I mean, Battlefield is um, one thing, but um, Titanfall is so much more, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. So Respawn's supposed to be our Lord and Savior here, and they're kind of fucking up. Yeah. And the community so is not letting them go. Bring balance to the force! Not leave it in darkness. No, I got so I got three points I want to throw at you. Okay. okay. First of all is, um, this comes via Reddit, right? There was a breakdown on the experience stuff, which I did not put this in our rundown. It's just something that I came across right now, actually. Yeah. Um, somebody did a breakdown of this, right? So when they released this update, it was a hundred thousand XP essentially for one battle pass level. Okay, which is four times the amount that you would typically need for a battle pass level in seasons past. Okay, so now they decreased it by fifty percent. It's still double the amount of XP that you would have last time. So you are essentially doubling the amount of time it's going to take for people to complete the battle pass. So in my opinion, go fuck yourself. Okay, go fuck yourself. There was nothing wrong with it. Okay, and you are now essentially increasing the amount of time that it takes, right? Because in my opinion, you want people to buy battle pass levels. You as and that leads me to my second point is they said we um, we aren't masters of manipulation, right? They said this is Ryan Kigney, who is their communications and community director. He said, "quote I don't know how else to respond to this the point that I just made other than by saying bluntly we aren't masters of manipulation. We actually just screwed this one up." End quote. So let me no. talk. Let me talk on this real quick, Josh, before you go. Okay. So what happened was Reddit the community for Apex Legends freaked out when this happened. Right. And they said, listen, they're gonna come at us and they're gonna say, we fucked up, we're sorry, we're gonna fix it. But they're not gonna put it back to the way it was. They're just gonna make it a little bit better. Mm -hmm. They essentially overcompensated. They made it really fucking bad so we would mm -hmm. speak up. So then they could make it just a little bad. Mm -hmm. And then we'd be happy with it. So everyone mm -hmm. on Reddit was like, they're gonna fix it and it's not gonna be fixed. Don't give in, keep it up. And I'm actually surprised because guess what? They fucking kept it up. And even when they did the 50% decrease, people were still going at their fucking throats. And that's why well, he says still, we're not masters bad. of manipulation because people yeah. were saying that they were trying to manipulate the buyers and the, and the players, right? Yeah, so. but here's the thing. You, you clearly want people to buy battle pass levels. Whether it's Respawn or your fucking parent company, EA, I don't care. It is so obvious that that is what you want. It is so fucking obvious, yeah. right? Please, fucking get over yourself, okay? And then they said, dude, this made me really fucking heated. Then they said, Chad Greener, their fucking shill cuck cunt game director, said, quote, Today in a meeting with a bunch of leads, yeah, our game director up. was like, Hey, I played for six hours last night. Why did I only get one level? And like three other people chimed in to go basically, Yes, Reddit is right. This feels bad and somebody should have called it out earlier. Um, then Rigney added, we had a conversation where we realized that because we often reset our accounts and wipe our progress when swapping builds for playtests, a lot of us hadn't been paying attention to what it felt like to go through this even several battle pass. Hold on to your butts. Are you fucking kidding me? Can't even hear it. You, you peaked. You fucking peaked. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Is that a joke? You're sitting here telling people that 
Oh yeah, we didn't fucking realize before we launched the battle pass. You're fucking nuts, dude. How do you not test the product before it's out, man? I don't get it. What do you mean you didn't test it? How do you not real? How does the game director not realize until after you launched? That's a joke. They're bad. You think we're stupid? My fucking god, dude! You got to be kidding me. That's an absolute joke. Fucking clown he is. Send in the clowns. Everybody that works there, clowns, all of them, every last one of them. For trying to get one over on us, for sure, for sure. I still have respect you, for them, but... You really expect people to believe that. Do you believe that, Brett? That no. they wouldn't have fucking tested that and they didn't realize that before they launched? I like the to The main pillar, the main pillar of your updates and how you make money, and you didn't think to test it? Get the fuck out of here. Suck my cock, dude. I like to give them the benefit of the doubt because I am a huge fan, but this is really shady. And not only that, but there's also game-breaking bugs in the fucking game right now that are just running amok, and I haven't heard any updates. Like, you can straight up put Rampart's Sheila fucking sentry gun on fucking Crypto's drone and then mount the sentry gun and fly around the fucking map, dude. It reminds me of like in the early seasons where you could put Caustic's gas things on yes. the shield. Yes, it is. Uh, it's a glitch just like that. It's fucking oh, man. bad, my man. Literally, it's just a fucking machine gun flying through the sky. Dude, I got spit all over my mic right now. You got fucking, very heated. You went off. Um, so to play devil's advocate, Brett, in their defense, not in my personal defense of them, but what they said. In I think it was in that same Reddit post that you were just talking about where they were like trying to get feedback from the community or whatever. Yeah. They said that to explain their changes to the battle pass, this was their logic. They said, first, quote, first we streamlined the challenge system to reward stars and 10 stars as a battle pass level. We implemented this change with the intent to simplify how the battle pass works and more clearly indicate what a challenge is worth. End quote. They also said they wanted just they wanted there to be more to do in the late terms of the season for people. But my issue with this statement is we to simplify how a battle pass works, more in, clearly indicate what a challenge is worth. What? I see what? what they're saying, but it wasn't broke. So why would you fix it? What, what was what was complicated about it? What was hard to understand? I think because it was we like you get 3,000 points for this challenge. You get 6,000 points for this challenge. Sometimes you get one battle pass level. So they were just trying to like streamline it by adding these stars. But it was just unnecessary. It's, it's what the fuck. It's, how is it complicated before? It's not. You had some challenges that gave you battle pass levels. You had other ones that you got to level every time you leveled up. How the fuck is that complicated? Wow. The how fact that, that it was their system for like six seasons. How do you, if yeah. it's that bad, why do you let it go that long? You know? Yeah. When did it become a problem? When your player base decreased? When you stopped making money hand over fist because your game's been out for a long time and your player base decreased? When did it become a problem, Brett? When people, when people started finishing the battle pass without buying battle pass levels? Yeah. When what? When we completed the battle pass every single season because you had a model that worked and was actually fair? Regardless of, there's definitely an argument to be made that the content within the battle pass should have been a little bit more premium. Yeah. Well, that's but also an issue what? with this season too, Josh, is that it's even harder now and the content still isn't good. 
Right. In my opinion, there's nothing wrong with the battle pass except that you should have gave me better shit in it. Yeah. Right? You want players to not complete it? Is that your goal? Because you want them to spend money on battle pass levels? That's exactly your fucking goal. That's exactly your fucking goal. Okay? We're not fucking stupid. That's what you wanted. Anyway, then he continues, no. quote, the sec... There's more. What? I didn't know there was yeah. more. Oh, there was more. So that was... This is a two-parter. The first one was that they wanted to make it more streamlined or, or easier to understand what a challenge is. And he says the second was to change the difficulty or time investment needed on the challenges there we've seen is. in our data that most players were completing the battle pass about two-thirds through the season and then not having much left to do in the season. This change had the player's interest in mind. It was calculated in a manner that would still allow the majority of our players to finish leveling without purchasing additional levels. All right, let me let me say something. So I think that we play Apex Legends a lot. We play almost least, every day, almost every day during the week for at least three hours, at, at least, least minimum, hours. minimum, minimum. We bought the premium battle pass, which awarded you what? 20 30 levels or something 20 25 levels something like that so we're already 25 levels we paid for 25 levels and then it take it literally took me until the last day of the battle pass to finish it mm -hmm. josh you finished it a little earlier but still yes. you weren't like clamoring for things to do in apex you know what i mean no no i finished it maybe like four or five days before you did before my internet issues yeah um but i liked the fact that I, I i never felt like there was a problem with it so i don't know where this data is coming from but i feel like we're probably on the higher end of the amount of time that yeah. we put in yep compared to a lot of people who might just pop in for a game or two and we never had an issue finishing it but it has always taken us till the end of the season right yeah. just us at least but i mean well then it also comes to play like listen there's still Still, nothing fundamentally wrong with the battle pass system that you have now. So you're trying to you're trying to please people that finish early. So you right. change the whole system. Why don't you implement something else? Be creative. I know. Listen, they're working from home. We're in COVID. Criticism right now is hard to give. You feel bad because of COVID. But still, um, why don't you come up with some kind of a new objective for players to to take advantage of instead of just changing it for everybody? You know what I mean? Give yeah. someone, give another challenge for post game. Make another fucking skin that's like, hey, you know, you have to do X, Y, and Z after you beat the battle pass, and you'll get this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Why would you just change the whole thing for everyone? I don't get it. Yeah. No, I listen. I completely agree with you. This this has fucking shit stain all over it, dude. This is bad. It smells bad. And you know what they say about stuff that smells fishy, right? If something smells fishy, it's probably fucking fish. You're right. And then I'm thinking now they did add things like to keep people busy. The Wii experiment thing where you had to like go and activate the little shits mm -hmm. and then go to the fucking firing range. They have the fucking um, little fucking shills that you pick up and Just the treasure pack. Yeah, the stuff. Yeah, the treasure pack and, and all that. They have that in the game. Mm -hmm. However, remember when they first did the treasure pack shit, you would actually get like a mission that you would go do. Now you just get a fucking comic book. Um, so. It's bad. Um, this smells bad, and I don't care. You can they can fucking say eighteen ways to Sunday that it's not to get people to buy battle pass levels, or they're not trying to manipulate you. Bullshit. I smell bullshit. And you know what? If you don't fix it again and make it the way that it was before, and get rid of your fucking stupid ass star system, I ain't buying it, brother. Okay, yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not I'm out.
Fucking put me on that fucking panel of sharks for that fucking show. What is it called? Shark Tank? Yeah. I'm out. Fuck you. I'm out. It's also very baffling because they have pretty egregious um, MTX models in the in that game in general. You have to spend like yeah. $18 for a fucking skin and like, yeah. you know what I mean? They're expensive, yes. They don't price that shit accordingly. Listen, their data no. might show people are buying it. Some people mm -hmm. are buying it, but... Like normal players like us, we're not buying eighteen dollars skins, dude. No, absolutely not. Maybe if absolutely. they change that, they'd get more money. Right. And I yeah. saw another part of their argument was that they wanted to encourage people to play different characters more often. Their challenges already did that. Their challenges for the battle pass literally already did that. The daily already had it ingrained in there. Yeah, the daily dailies, especially. weeklies, different characters to do different things. You already had it. I don't buy it. Fuck off. No way. Uh uh. Next excuse. What else you got before you got to fix it? What 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 else? Get out. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. I'm done talking about them. All right. Well, let's move on then. Josh. Let's move on indeed. So, let's talk about the next gen consoles. Let's talk about the PlayStation Five. Yes. I spent all day today getting my entertainment center ready for my PlayStation 5. What about you? Yes. Um, I spent about 30 minutes doing that. Okay. I getting spent... ready for my next-gen consoles that are coming, yes. I spent a lot longer than 30 minutes, but I digress because here's the problem, Josh. My PlayStation might not come. Where? So where did you? Where are you getting your PlayStation from again? So I pre-ordered my PlayStation through Target yes. on the 16th of September which is the day before pre-orders actually went live. Right. Um, and I was one of the glitchers where it was sold out, and if you just kept pushing, eventually you would get in. Right. Mm -hmm. Target has not updated anyone. Their orders still say, order received. Nothing says preparing the ship. A any Anyone at all? Like, no one. Nobody this? I'm on the subreddit for PS5. Nobody has any updates. So I'm not just, it's not just me. Yeah. People are contacting support, and they're saying... Hey, what do I do? When am I getting my console? And support is just telling them because our the expected delivery date is the 13th to the 18th of November. And console comes out on the 12th. 12th. Yes. Right. So they're just spewing the same bullshit. They're like, oh, your console is going to ship on the 12th. That's what they're telling people. Mm -hmm. So I'm shitting myself now, Josh. I'm worried I'm not going to be able to play Demon Souls on launch. I got Demon Souls. I got Spider-Man. Both coming from Best Buy, okay? I'm not fucking with Target. On their way, right? They're coming. Yep. And I want, I'm going to play them on launch, okay? Yep. Mm -hmm. So I'm considering purchasing a PS5 any way I can so that I can play it on launch. Okay. I have bad news for you, though, Brett. What's the bad news? No units will be available for in-store purchase on launch day. November 12th or November 19th, depending on your region. So please don't plan on camping out or lining up at any local retailers on launch day in hopes of finding a PS5 console for purchase. Be safe, stay home, and place your order online. That comes from the PlayStation blog. So what the fuck are you going to do, Brett? What are you going to do? What I'm going to do, Josh, is I'm going to check retailers on the 12th. Because, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, you can still get a PlayStation 5 before 2021. And to do that... Me? You. I already To do one. that... Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. To do that, Josh... They have to go on Target's website, Walmart's website, 
don't don't do target probably not target but they've made it clear they've made announcements ladies and gentlemen that you will be able to order the playstation 5 from online retailers starting on the 12th and get them you can pick them up curbside i guess is the is the method you could pick them up that day mm-hmm. so we have a little bit of information about this Walmart has, is the only retailer that has listed when the console will be available. Yes. So they it said several times, wasn't it? Correct yeah. Me, yeah, it was a few. So it was 12 p.m. Eastern, 3 okay. p.m. Eastern, 6 okay. p.m. Eastern, and 9 okay. p.m. Eastern. So basically every three hours afternoon. Okay. That's just going to be a limited bet. quantity, I guess. Yeah. And I'm assuming it's going to be based on what your local Walmart got in stock. Mm, because you're not ordering from the walmart warehouse you're ordering like for store pickup oh so that will be for store okay gotcha it'll be for store pickup understood yeah okay i still think you can i'm hearing conflicting things some retailers are saying you can get a ps5 and it'll ship to you um Mm -hmm. but i don't know that walmart i know for sure those are the times and i did read that target said you could do curbside okay so everyone keep an eye out keep your ear to the ground keep uh wario 64 on twitter loaded up and ready to go on the 12th oh my god Mm -hmm. because you never know when the ps5 is going to come back in stock and be ready for pickup and i know i'm going to be trying to get one um and if i have to return the target one i'll return the target you know but it's ridiculous i understand we're in a pandemic i understand that you know this is going to be really taxing for retail employees right now absolutely but and and even warehouse employees absolutely but i want my goddamn ps5 that i pre-ordered in september yeah well that that, i mean that is a bad issue to have i want it on launch as you should get it on launch my xbox is coming a day later from gamestop Mm -hmm. that's unaccept that's unacceptable my playstation is coming late i fucking put the work in and i know it's so dumb i put the work in and make sure i got a fucking pre-order not not many people were able to get pre-orders. No. I got the fucking pre-order. I want my fucking system. I want it now. On launch. Because now what this means, Josh, is some Joe Schmo, it could be you watching, can order a fucking PS5 on Target's website on the 12th. And you can go and you can fucking pick it up. You'll have your console in your fucking hands before I do. When I pre-ordered in fucking September. It's not fair. I'm being entitled, but I just think that's fucked up that they're letting the possible circumstance where someone can get the console before me and I fucking pre-ordered it. It just pisses yeah. me off. I mean, it's just a continued conversation about how awful this pre-order stuff has been across Absolutely. the board. Both Xbox and PlayStation. The the lack of uh, infrastructure to handle it has been really abysmal. So yeah, Josh, I'm just... Uh, I'm just nervous that I'm not going to get my PlayStation, but I'm hopeful and I'm hopeful for you watching at home because you can still grab one. It's still possible. It could still happen. And I think is Sony is PlayStation going to do them through their website again? That I don't know. And it seems that the people who have done that, you, um, Josh, are getting the best luck. Like they've already shipped them. Obviously, it's Sony themselves, right? So right mine um, has shipped and actually i got an update yesterday in my email it was saying hey your console is shipped it's actually changed the expected delivery date to wednesday by 8 p.m so early 
I don't know if I'm, I'm actually going to get it a day early or not, but I got the headset way early. So yeah, that's, that's true. Um, and people yeah. over the weekend, a lot of people were getting their Xboxes early too. So from yeah. Walmart specifically, Walmart was breaking embargo and just, I guess they forgot to put a hold on the uh, order from FedEx because FedEx would have mm -hmm. them and then just hold them until the release date. But I guess they forgot mm -hmm. to put it in. I saw like at least six people that got their Xboxes early. I don't know. And my stuff updated on uh, Amazon. <clears throat> so, you know, it's saying my Xbox will be here Tuesday. It's actually shipped um, as of today, which I didn't tell you, by the way, because mm -hmm. yesterday I was a little nervous. But it shipped this morning, actually, my Xbox did. Um, and then I have another PS5 via Amazon um, for Christian, who we talked about, yes. our friend Christian. Um, and that is saying it's going to be here Thursday, but that updated like weeks ago. So now I'm salty that I was like, I was like, yo, Christian, Josh got a second PS5. Yo, you should you should ask him for it. Because now I'm like, yo, fucking give me. Yeah. They're already been spoken for, my friend. I know. I apologize. It's, it's my fault. Um. <laughs> But yeah. All right. Anything else on that? Basically just listen, take, take Thursday off. If you don't have a PlayStation five, take launch day off, open up a, a tab for every fucking retailer out there and be ready to go. And if Walmart says they're going to do that every three hour thing, starting at noon, maybe other companies will do something similar. Be on there. Probably not. Be ready. Be ready to go. Just get it because you there's still the possibility that you can get it. it might not be on launch day but in some cases it might actually be on launch day if they have stuff in store so absolutely i would say stick it. to uh on twitter follow wario 64 <laughs> great follow for things coming back in stock and then also website uh zoolert z-o-o-l-e-r-t that's what i use um, when I'm looking for something that's out of stock and as soon as it goes back in stock it updates every minute as soon as it goes back in stock it'll notify you and let you know hey this thing's it's live it'll be a fucking mm -hmm. sound of a rooster i think you can do or a lion roar or something <laughs> so you'll be working yep. working from home just doing your thing and all of a sudden you'll hear that notification get to it order it yeah do it do it do it all right brett all right do you want to you want to kick off the next topic or would you like me to sure so Josh, a few months ago, new game came out, Square Enix, Marvel's Avengers. We picked it up. We played it. You're like, it's so loud, actually, that it's peaking and I can't hear it. The noise. There you go. Um, yeah, so we picked it up. We played it a lot. Uh, not a lot. Oh, yeah, a lot, actually, for considering we played it a lot. At launch, we played a lot. So, you know, we can talk about it and we can yeah. be critical. We did everything the game off had to offer, yep. which wasn't much. Yep. And now it's time to talk about how much money the game made because it's been a couple months and the reports have come in, Josh. Yep. It's being reported that Square Enix has lost over $63 million dollars on Marvel's Avengers. What the fuck happened? How do you fuck up the bit one of the biggest IPs? Marvel Avengers, dude. How do you fuck that up? All I can tell you, Brett, is that Square Enix fucked around and they found out. You're right. 
I think that so let's get real. So what what was wrong with Marvel's Avengers in your eyes? What was wrong with Avengers? Um, Everything. Well, first of all, at when we we played the beta, right? There was a lot of stuff wrong in the beta. It was broken. Now we both we we, yeah, we both finished the beta, but it was broken. Okay, just fundamentally broken. The game ran like shit. It was like really first of all, it was really hard to connect and like do any stuff with other players. There was a lot of issues with matchmaking. It ran like shit. I mean, even on the fucking PS4 Pro, right? Like it, frame rate dips below, well below 30, and it, the game just chugged through sections. Yeah. And then at launch, you saw the same issues. Nothing was fixed. Nothing changed. The game ran. The game ran like shit. It was still fucking almost impossible to matchmake. The fucking systems that did the challenges were so fucking abysmal and confusing and broken. And the fucking skins and the fucking battle pass for the individual characters. Nothing worked. It just didn't work. The game didn't work and was broken. Whoa, you broke it. What did you think of the campaign? <sighs> Genuinely, I don't even know what you think of the campaign. I played it. I don't know what you. The campaign was oh, shit. The campaign was fine. It was fine. That's it. I it agree. was okay. But that is not the draw to the game. The draw to the game was squatting up with your friends and fucking being the Avengers. But you couldn't even fucking do that for like 15 hours until you beat the campaign. Avengers! Assemble. 2,000 years later. You're right. I think that... So in my eyes, here's some of the things that were just unappealing. I just didn't like it. Here's some things here. It was a looter shooter. It was Destiny, but with Marvel Avengers, right? But you're not playing as your own character that you created. You're playing as one of four, five Avengers. And each had their own skill tree. And each had their own abilities. And each had their own skins and all that. The actual gear that you would get as drops, like a Destiny-style equipment drop, it wasn't... Um, like, it didn't actually change your look of your character at all. It actually didn't matter at all. It was just a number, essentially. Essentially, they were just right. dropping items that were just numbers that boosted your stats. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, that's accurate. It felt pointless. I think that they didn't they didn't reward you for playing enough. They You would do a long-ass fucking mission, and they would give you, like, two drops or something that were just stupid, pointless pieces of gear, like... Nothing mattered. I, f I honestly felt like I was wasting my time when I played Marvel's Avengers after the story. So mm -hmm. I concur with you. And I think it was just the game. The model of the game itself was just fundamentally flawed from the beginning. I think if right. they went for just a four player co-op you know, campaign and they focused on that. And there was no harm rooms and extra challenges and open world. I would have just liked it if it was just, here's a campaign. You can play through it with your friends. You could pick which one you want to, which character you want to play as. Um, they each have a skill tree. You know, I would have preferred that. I concur with you. And listen, so obviously this game is a huge IP. I mean, arguably the largest entertainment IP in the world besides Pokemon. Okay, yeah. really at this point. Okay. Um, they spent... 
$100 million on development and probably closer to $200 million on the game, right? 170, 190 after marketing costs, distribution, and things like that. Okay. Yep. Now, while there's not exact MPD numbers about how many units of it they sold, okay, um, we have a quote here from the company and they said they would not say how many units they sold, but the volumes were 60% of their original plan. Yeah. For the amount of units that they were going to sell. 60%. It's sad. That's a D. It's a D. D minus. You failed. Okay. You failed. It makes and me why sad. Why did you fail? It doesn't make me sad because it had so much potential, right? But instead, what you see is yet again, another company rush a game out that is broken. The game is broken and you fucked around and you found out what consumers thought of it. Your game was broken. It got reviewed very negatively because of it being broken. Okay. And you had your player base go from this to literally. Gone. Yeah. And now you say, this is them. Square Enix saying that they're still confident, right? That if they put the time in and make the game better and they increase the value of craftsmanship, right? And add community-driven features that is going to reinvigorate the game. Let me tell you something. No, the fuck it's not. Your game is dead. Give up. Because you failed. Leave me alone to die. That's what's unfortunate about it, Josh, is that it is a um, games-as-a-service game. So there are there are like benefits of that where they can continuously update the game and it, with free updates. Um, and they could make the game better later on. Absolutely. They already have. They've 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 already patched it and they've fixed a lot of the errors and the problems that we had with it. But with that came even more issues. Um, I just think that it's 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 a, what makes me more sad than anything else. is The fact that there is a player base for this, how, regardless of how small it is. Um, and it's a games as a service game. And just like Anthem, eventually these guys are just going to get cut off from the game. There's going to be nothing to do. It's not going to update anymore. It's like when Anthem at the height of its, um, the fucking Christmas update was still live in like fucking March of the next year, June of the next year. I, I think like, like picture like destiny with like the tower, but like the Christmas lights and shit are up, but they just forget to change it for months that's what anthem was and i fear that that's going to happen to marvel's avengers is that they're just going to give up it's too late it's too late to increase your player base again it's too late to reinvigorate it when you have something that is broken at launch yeah they could get a second wind that's that's right but you almost have to do that immediately before you start have people stop playing your game right yeah. and if you miss that small window of opportunity you're done I didn't play the game after the first week it came out. Haven't played it again since then. Wasted my money. Biggest waste of my money this generation. I told you that when we were playing the game. I was and we stopped playing. I was like, this is really truly the only game this generation that I have significant buyer's remorse on. Yeah, you did. I remember that. Waste a waste of my time and my money. A fucking mistake. Yeah. Oh boy. Sad. I don't even. I don't even know what to say. Nothing. It's the just game, sad. The game has potential. Had potential. Um, listen, they they spent so much money on marketing. Fucking Spider Man's gonna be in the game. That's not happening for like months. It's like they have two villains, two Abomination and fucking 
whatever the fuck his name is, Taskmaster, dude, and Modok. Oh. But you can't fight Modok over and over. Those are the only no, two that are like, right. in the game. Um, and while Modok was like a cool villain, he's not like a big Avengers level threat. They made him one, but mm-hmm. that's not like a character that like people were like, "Yo, I can't wait to fight Modok, dude!" Like nobody fucking wanted that, and they did it, and they it worked, but. They didn't deliver on the big like Avengers level villains um, that people wanted. They didn't deliver, period. They didn't, and I think they have the first DLC character coming out soon, Kate Bishop, the Hawkeye clone. Which uh, important to know, it will not be launched at the same time on next gen platforms. The update or the game? The update. Oh, characters will not be available. Fuck does that work, dude? Isn't it crossplay? I don't know, but they said that the the actual characters is not going to be launched on next gen at the same time. <sighs> I'm getting tired just getting tired of talking about this shitty game. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to a not shitty game. How about that? You shouldn't, don't mention it, don't clip it there for the Indie Intel video, because that would be pretty <laughs> fucked up. Let's mention a not shitty game. Yeah. <laughs> um, as we have every week, ending our podcast this week, Brett, with a little indie game. Yep. In a segment we call Indie Intel. Now, I just want to mention, before we go into this game this week, I want to give us credit, Brett. Us? Us, you and I, credit. Oh, the, <laughs> the, the you seem so surprised. The uh, the games that we have covered this week have been trotting around the globe, if you will, been oh. globe trotting. We have had a trotters. game from different continents and different countries every week for the last however long we've been back. Oh. Right, and I think that's just a testament. <laughs> your face right now. <laughs> I think it's just a testament to, um how awesome game development is and how far and wide reaching it is. Um, especially these tiny indie games. Absolutely. The fact that we can even find cool indie games from all around the world is just awesome. You know what I mean? It's not just like American studios. Right. Something's coming. Okay. This is my chance. Run. Are you out of your mind? My family, my friends, why do you keep following me and screwing everything up? Anor, that's my name. This week we have a little game. A little game that comes from Korea, I believe, correct? South yep. Korea? Yep, South Korea. Seoul. Seoul, South Korea. Okay, which is a huge entertainment hub, by the way. This week we're talking about Chrono Sword. Okay. Chrono Sword is a pixel art action adventure game with incredible atmosphere, deep combat, and an epic story. You will be Anor, apology if I pronounce that incorrectly, a time traveler, and will travel the past and present of the fallen world. Okay, um, so basically this is a Souls-like pixel time travel action adventure game. I'm in. Okay. Me too. I know. Well, first of all, we're both obviously Souls fans. Okay, Souls type game fans. Um, we've talked about Demon Souls several times on the podcast this week. 
Um, and there's a lot of other um, similar adjacent type of games like this that I know you and I have both played and loved um, a lot. So that's why we kind of wanted to cover this week, uh, this game this week um, because of that. Yeah. So you actually sent me a few games for this week and you said, hey, I think these these all three would be pretty cool for us to cover. Mm -hmm. And this one just stood out to me right away as soon as I loaded it up. Um, mm -hmm. It's got so it's an isometric camera. So it's from a, right. above, which is different. Mm -hmm. There's there's a couple souls, souls like games that have done that. Mm -hmm. um, however, this one has like an aesthetic that's almost bloodborne. You know, I don't know if you yeah. got that as well, like a Victorian era yeah. type of thing. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. And just the fact that it's time travel, I mean, listen, it's no secret to you, at least, that time travel is like one of the coolest concepts in my eyes. Mm -hmm. um, I know you and I just watched the Netflix show Dark, which is all about time travel um, and how complicated time travel can be. Mm -hmm. So and we're fans of anime like Steins Gate and stuff like that. So I can't wait to see how involved the time travel stuff is. We didn't see much of that in the in the gameplay trailer that I watched, at least. But mm -hmm. It, it from the flavor text I read, it said, you know, you travel from past to present. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's some opportunities there, especially in a game like this, like an isometric type of game to do some cool shit, kind of like Titanfall Two. I know you never finished it, Josh, but mm -hmm. there's a mission that I literally want you to play so bad in that game because you have a device on your wrist that lets you in real time switch from past to present. So you'll be in like this really dilapidated building on this weird planet and you switch it automatically and it's like back in time where there's like robots still walking around like everything's all nice and pretty looking and you have to switch back and forth to traverse mm -hmm. um, and i think it'd be cool in this setting specifically with the isometric camera to see how the setting can change from past to present how things look you know what i mean you could right. have more dilapidated buildings you could have mm -hmm. weird looking creatures you know in the future because something happened in the past so right um Important to note that um, this is going to be released on Steam, right? Um, but they also want to release it on major consoles, so Switch, PlayStation, and Xbox, um, as long as, you know, they can um, get backed, okay? Um, you can actually play a demo of this right now on a website called Game Round and it, uh, on PC, um, and you can basically just download it and play a demo of it right nice. now. Um, at the time of recording this, this project is actually relatively new. Um, so it has over a month to go. Okay. It has currently 528 backers and it's almost at 50% of a goal of its goal. So it has a $50,000 goal. It's currently sitting at a little over $21,000. Okay. Yeah. And I got to say that that also added to me, um, selecting this game was the fact that the Kickstarter is so new and right. they haven't reached their goal yet. And for the ones we've covered in the past, they've kind of almost been there or been there. And I think that mm -hmm. we could really give it a signal boost just by, you know, posting this video. So definitely oh, check absolutely. out, check out the link in our description, uh, down below to check the project out and fund it, you know, or try yep. the demo first and then fund it. Yeah. Um, so we're going to put everything in the description below. Um, it's a really small team, um, of about <clears throat> four, four, four people. Um, and then some other, um, concept artists and voiceover artists as well. Okay. So check it out. Um, Chrono Sword, everything's in the description. Anor, that's my name. All right. Well, we're at, that's another one in the books. There it is. Gone. Finished. Never Complete. to be seen again. That's it. 
That's it. I want to thank everybody for checking out our podcast. Um, what do you have to add, Brett? No, thank you guys thank so you. much for the love you've been sharing with us on our, our channel. Uh, mm -hmm. Thank you for checking out some of the big videos that we've had and the small videos. Been surprised mm -hmm. lately some of the you know discussion topics we put up. Uh, not so much love in the beginning, but then a couple of days later, I'll text Josh and go, "Holy shit, what happened?" And our video will just be exploding with views. So, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, thank you guys so much for checking out some of our shit. And please uh, subscribe if you like what you see, especially if you made it this far in the podcast. Please subscribe. Mm -hmm. um, we'd love to have you around and watch every week. Yeah. All right. That'll do it then, I guess. All right. All right. See you, everybody. Until we meet again. Hey, everybody. Thanks for checking out this episode of Hapticast. Make sure to check out some of our previous episodes and some of our discussion videos as well by clicking somewhere around my head. And also, like, comment, and subscribe.